Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome, everybody, to the first live edition of the Sharkpreneur podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Super excited to be joined by Kelly Alexander from MyTaxRemedy.com. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Great to be here. Nice, nice to see you, Seth. All right. Now, uh, the MyTaxRemedy claim to fame is how to elim- eliminate your income tax simply and legally. And today we're going to talk about what we don't know that'll save you tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. Kelly is the founder of Great American Tax Remedy, which empowers American taxpayers like you to liberate themselves from federal and state income taxes through powerful little known baking laws that anyone legally working in the private sector in the United States can leverage. Kelly is also also the author of a soon to be released upcoming book, From Fear to Freedom, Liberation from the U.S. Income Tax System. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to dive in. All right, me too, let's go. All right, so tell us a little bit, how did you get started? how did you start Great American Tax Remedy? Okay, so I've done a lot of legal research and I uncovered the secrets that I found. I started applying them in my own life back in 2014. And I was telling people, hey, go to this website. It has all this information there. And I found out that not a single person followed through. You know, too busy. Yeah, isn't that the truth of it, right? You You give them the information, but they don't do anything with it. Right, so I thought, okay, I would be the perfect tour guide or coach to help people separate the fact from the fiction. I did a lot of testing. And so that's that was gave me the idea to start the business. All right. And so you didn't take the traditional background route, right? You weren't you didn't like go to college for accounting. You didn't no. dream of becoming a tax reduction expert when you were young. Um no you kind of fell into this and realized you were on to something. Yes, exactly. I'm a layman that figured something out and loves sharing it with others. Awesome. So that's an even better version of that story. So let's talk a little bit about the claim, how to pay zero income tax legally. A lot of people I'm sure are thinking that, hey, that's too good to be true, or you can't do that, or I don't look good in orange. So talk a little bit about how this is actually possible. All right. So yes, that voice of it's too good to be true, I'm sure is loud and clear for the listeners hearing this right now. 
it sounds impossible. However, what I discovered is that our tax system and our banking system are so tightly interwoven and we are never taught this anywhere in our culture, educational system, financial services, industries, anything. So I'm just going to ask you to set aside your what you've been taught to accept is the truth, the only truth, the whole truth, and open up to something that's broader. You know, it's not for everybody, but for those that really crave freedom, this the, the first main idea that I have to share with you is that the Federal Reserve note, that's the, the form of US money that we're all carrying around in our wallets. There is another currency before the Federal Reserve act got legislated into existence our congress authorized by our u.s constitution is able to issue money directly without a central bank without that middleman that other currency doesn't incur an obligation to be paid back to a central bank and because of that it is not subject to the income tax Okay, so we're not talking about Bitcoin, obviously, because if we're going back to the Federal Reserve Act, we're going back, you know, hundreds of years. 1913 is when it came into being. Okay, absolutely fascinating. Before we get into what that currency is, let's go backwards and talk a little bit about some of the amazing results you've been able to achieve for your clients. You don't have to share names if they're confidential. You can call Mr. or Mrs. Jones. But I think what most people don't realize is the tax code that I think is like 50,000 pages at this point in time that no one's read the whole thing ever anywhere um, has more loopholes in it than any sponge. So talk a little bit about how you were able to uncover some of those and discover this because this isn't something most of our accountants or tech professionals are telling us. They don't know. And last count, I've heard the tax code is over 89. Ah, my number's outdated. Thank you for correcting me. I think it adds 500 pages every month, something like that on average. And the Swiss cheese aspect of the tax code, i.e. full of so many loopholes, is due to lobbyists hired by extremely wealthy people that create all these strategies for allowing them, the wealthy, to lawfully navigate the tax code. So the what i found it's not in the tax code it's in the banking law where it says in title 12 federal reserve notes they shall be redeemed in lawful money on demand either at the united states treasury department in washington dc or at any federal reserve bank so what does that actually mean yes federal reserve notes can be redeemed or shall be redeemed Redeemed means to to exchange it for something else, buy out an interest in something, convert it from one thing to another thing. So they shall be redeemed in lawful money. What is lawful money? It's a very generic term. However, in the context of Title 12, it refers to the original money issued by our Congress. Currently, that is referred to as United States notes, as opposed to Federal Reserve notes. Okay, so what the Federal Reserve note is the dollar bills 
that we all have in our pocket. Um, where do we get a U.S. note and how is it? And then how does that work in terms of it not being subject to income tax? All right. So back in 1971, 50 years ago, the U.S. Treasury website put out a statement saying that the Federal Reserve note can serve the purpose of either or currency. You cannot physically ask for United States notes any longer from your bank teller or wherever. They don't need to exist. They're mainly what few are in circulation are probably in private collections. Uh, so. How do so we get yeah, our hands on one and how does that so, work? Yeah, so you don't need to get your hands on it physically. You need to make a record that that is the, your preferred currency to use for all of your financial transactions going forward. How do we do that? And then what are obviously the advantages of this? And how do we convert Federal Reserve notes into U.S. notes? All right. So if you receive a paycheck, a physical paycheck, it's the way that you endorse it when you flip it over and sign your name. There's some legal, uh, what I call magic words. Yep. You put just above your signature and that informs the bank of which currency you have elected to use. Can you do this if you're on direct deposit? Yes, you can. Most of the money moving around in our commercial world is electronically done. So direct deposits, ACH transfers, wire transfers, all of those things have paperwork associated where we would do essentially the same thing as the endorsement on the back of a physical check. Okay. And then once I've got this, I've got a label somehow in my bank account, which money is which? Do I set up a separate bank account? And then how do I, does it spend the same as cash? It spends the same. It buys the same. We don't have to tell anybody, the utility company that we're paying with a separate different type of currency. No, all that needs to be told is either the bank that you bank at or the U.S. Treasury. And depending on what way that you receive your money, I guide people in which is preferable for their situation. Okay. And then how does this give us tax advantages? All right. So the, the lawful money, because it doesn't put a burden on the U.S. government to be paid back and paid back at interest to reckon with our national debt, which is primarily due to the existence of the Federal Reserve, that is what makes this other currency not subject to taxes. When it comes to preparing your 1040 tax return, that's where you're going to provide this documentation showing the record that you've kept of which of the currencies you're using. That's how you realize the tax benefit. So if I got a, I get a paycheck, there is taxes withheld from it as part of the payroll agreement. Right. Um, are you saying I then switch to withhold zero, label it when it hits the bank that it's this other currency, and then I don't owe taxes on that money? Pretty simply, that's pretty close. Yes, you, you would not claim exempt on withholding until after you have completed a full year of making your demand for redemption. But in essence, that is very, yeah, that's, that's, you've got it. And it's an oversimplification I'm doing, but yeah. I'm trying, but I'm basically onto the concept of I get paid 
I tell everybody, I, I'm using this alternate form of currency. My debit card still works the same. My credit card, everything still works the same. Yes. Um, but because I've started, do I do this on the money going out that I'm spending? I, and how would I tell a merch Wegmans, the grocery store this? Or is it just on the income coming in to avoid income tax? It's primarily on the incoming money into your bank account. And then could I hypothetically do both? Could I test it and say, I want half my money to be this, my paycheck from my other company to be that, to literally so I could baby step and see that the next year I wasn't taxed on the income I received in this U.S. note thing? You could. Yes, there's a way to do that. Okay. I mean, this sounds amazing. I'm sure you get the, how come I didn't know about this? And this sounds too good to be true. Um, well, you have a client who, for example, saved over $50,000 in a year on taxes. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about them, obviously, without disclosing any information? Sure. Sure. He came to me. He had started a real estate investing uh, business and was doing pretty well. And he came to me. He says, you know, I'm just really stressed because I know I'm going to owe a lot of money. Um, and that was a $50,000 check he did not have to write. I helped him get his accounting and S Corp and, you know, systems, you know, running. He, he was, he's great at negotiating a deal, but not so good at details and, you know, bookkeeping. So the bookkeeping actually gets really simple. Uh, he told me just recently, which is now three and a half years after I first started working with him. He says, Kelly, you saved my life. He says, I didn't know what I was going to do. I thought my business was going to go under with the, the weight of the taxes. That is absolutely incredible. So um, have has any have you found anything in like the IRS code or the tax law or the case law to back this up? Have any of your clients been audited and we've proven this, that it stood up to IRS scrutiny? Uh, people who do this strategy do not get audited. It is possible to receive a frivolous filing notice from IRS which is a form letter. They don't state any claim. They, it's as vague as vague gets. And um, we know how to overcome that. So, yes. Is there a limit to how much you could pull off go, doing it this way? There's no limit described in any of the Title 12 codes or anything that I found. So, no. Okay. And how come, um, how come nobody else uh, or very few have figured this out. How, how, how do we get the, the, how are you getting the, how come no one else has it? And how are you, have you talked to other accountants and tax professionals and tax attorneys about this? And how are we getting the word out? All right. So most tax attorneys and CPAs are, well, not most, they're all very highly educated people. However, their expertise is the tax code. They are unfamiliar with banking law. It's my belief that this avenue that has been available since 1933, when we went off of the gold standard, is has been camouflaged, swept under the carpet, buried, made a needle in a haystack on purpose because they really, you know, the powers that be really don't want people to realize how they have been hoodwinked for so long. And are there other, I mean, you aren't, I can't believe, I, I would be amazingly surprised um, if you are the only person on the entire planet, or at least in the United States of America. I'm not. Who is a, okay, so 
theoretically, I would imagine there are some of the 1% of 1%. There are some of the folks in Congress. Uh, is there any way to tell if any who else is doing this or has done it? it? It's hard to know. You have to really know someone privately. To, so there's to no public that. data where they could, where you could search for people using U.S. notes or anything. There are a few, very few uh, case laws from appellate and Supreme Court rulings that say the redemption of Federal Reserve notes is uh, valid and available. Um, I, that's part of what I um, provide for my clients when I coach with them is that case law. Um, but it's very little. Uh, okay. And then um, how how are you getting the word out about this? And if we tell too many people, does it start to backfire? Do we get pushback from the IRS or the government? Well, we can get pushback, but unfortunately, the way that IRS predominantly prevails in what they do is through fear and intimidation. So they will challenge people on a perfectly legal, lawful process to see if they can scare them out of their position. And it, it works well enough that they do it over and over. So, you know, but we know how to deal with that now. So. And then how, uh, talk about the upcoming book. That's super exciting. Oh, the book. Yes. Uh, it's written. Uh, I, I've been so busy with my, my client base that I really haven't, it's, it's on the back burner to be perfectly honest. Sure. Um, I, I do plan to work with someone on getting it actually published. I was going to say, if you need a publishing company, I just happen to own one. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. So. All right. So we'll certainly have another discussion about getting that book finished, published and out the door so you can lead the next great tax revolution. Um, how do, how do clients work with you? Do we need to use you for the accounting or the bookkeeping as well? How does this, how does, how do people work with you? How does that process happen? All right. So I, the coaching program program is a three-step process. The first is documenting or doing the record keeping of which currency you're using. Typically the second is the training. I want people to be empowered and understand what they're doing, not just follow me like they've been following everybody else the rest of their life. The reason I started this is to empower people to know their real, you know, their real capacities. So, and then the third part is I work with them very closely on teaching them how to prepare their tax return. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm very meticulous. I want all the I's dotted, the T's crossed. And, you know, that's, that's the overall 3000 foot view. Okay. And then not hard. It's just different. And really what I do with people is detox them from the conditioning that they have been doused with their whole lives. So hypothetically, you can't be too popular at this because theoretically, if everyone did it and everybody stopped paying their taxes, the government would have to, I mean, they'd come up with something. They can't just walk away from trillions of dollars of revenue, right? Okay. That, that is part of the conditioning. The Federal Reserve is an entirely unnecessary entity. If, I mean, th this is a- That doesn't mean they're going to voluntarily all resign though. No, no, but- if everybody started redeeming out of the Federal Reserve notes and into the other, the Federal Reserve would be effectively abolished, 
not by an act of Congress, by acts of we, the people. Lack of consumer demand. Right. Lack of demand. Exactly. I mean, they'd still be trying to set interest rates and margin requirements and other things. So do you, how do people, I'm not asking for pricing, but do people pay you? Is it a retainer? Is it ongoing? Do you get a percentage of the tax revenue saved, which would be one heck of a business model? Yes, that's what I do. I do a percentage. That's brilliant. There's no retainer. Um, It's a one-time fee. Like I said, I want to empower you so you can carry on. Um, I would tell you that you don't. I mean, that's noble as you, for you as a person. As a business owner, I would say you, you're you going to do this for them forever. They don't need to learn how to do it. You want to keep them indebted to you forever, and you want to get a percentage of the tax money they save every single year. That'd be a much more bigger, financially robust business. It wouldn't be as noble, but it'd be more profitable, right? Hypothetically? It would, but I do this because it's a calling. Yes, I see that. Your passion is obvious. Yes, I'm still doing well enough. And I so revere what the founding fathers created. And I, this is my tribute to them. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, uh, what about training other tax preparers in your methods? Any vision of getting an army of Kelly's nationwide helping people? Well, I I do foresee that as creating some kind of a, a program where they understand and learn how to do this so they they can work with their own clients in that way. Yes, I would love to do that. Awesome. And I know you've got some amazing resources available. Um, where can our viewers and our listeners go to learn more about you and this amazing service you've got? All right. So my website is mytaxremedy.com. There's a PDF that's available for free download on there that goes into more detail about what I've shared today. Um, It's it's like a mini ebook, maybe 18 pages or so. It has all of my contact information, my calendar, if you want to speak with me privately about your unique situation and, you know, all the specifics. Uh, Obviously, we're not giving tax advice on today's podcast. Um, and we're not giving financial or legal advice. Seek no. Kelly or your own counsel or your own professionals, um, some of whom may tell you they've never heard of this and that it makes no sense until they talk to Kelly um, and she shows them the light. You give advice, you're giving advice on a controversial topic. What is the best advice you've ever gotten? I What I'm doing is I'm sharing my personal experience. I am not an attorney, a CPA, a paralegal. I have no licenses or certifications whatsoever. So anything that I say comes from my personal experience only. Well, I, this is a slight different answer than your direct question, but I've come to adopt the philosophy and the understanding that courage is one of the most rare of human traits. However, it's necessary if you want to step into your real power and have the life that you really want. And that's what I will help you do. That is beautiful. All right, I think that's a great place to wrap. This has been Seth Green for the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kelly Alexander of MyTaxRemedy.com. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, it's been a pleasure to be here. Likewise, thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? 
Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.